0: Hello, this is Jack's Corner, where I discuss issues on society and culture here in America. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jack's Corner. It's good to have you guys here. Our listeners, our numbers are increasing a bit, and I really appreciate that. So does the Duchess. One of the things I want to mention real quick before we begin our podcast is we have a YouTube channel, Museum Americana on YouTube. And if you go into our channel... You can actually get to see more and hear more of myself and the Duchess, on our video videos through do Museum it, Diaries. Do it, do so <laughs> you could go go check us out, get a little more personal with us, and then of course you can always become a patron. You can check us out at Patreon.com/slash Museum Americana. You can get into one of our three tiers: Elite, Elite Plus member, or Gold member, and you can see the different tiers and rewards for the patronage. Join. So please join, uh, anyhow, let's, let's go to the Duchess. I want to ask you about the Chernobyl incident when you were in prison. This was in the eighties.
1: Yes, it was. uh, That was an interesting episode that you,
0: you've mentioned to me in the past. And I want you to kind of go into that a little bit because it kind of woke you up to the reality that the radiation cloud
1: had traveled and settled into your area where the prison was. Yes, it did. Well, thank you for having me again at Jack's Corner. I appreciate it to be here. And this is um, kind of a short story. Um, back in April 26, 1986, in the Ukraine, there was a nuclear power plant, and it was called Chernobyl. Um, well, during a routine check, a leak happened. And this leak, this leak was deadly to everyone around. Well, more importantly to us, in the United States anyway, um, the wind had pulled up the radiation uh, from the power plant and put it up in the sky. So that wind mass, you know how cloud masses are, they carry things From one area to the next area, well, this one carried it all the way from Ukraine to the Pacific Northwest. April 26, 1986. Well, I I had just completed a geology course, and my professor at the UW, she had um, always kept in touch with me. I would, you know, call her periodically, and I called her. I said, hey, I'm concerned because uh, there was this radiation leak in chernobyl she said yes absolutely i said and seems like this cloud mass is taking the radiation and going to be dropping it around our area what do you know about it she said well the predictions are it's only going to be a two percent fallout now anything beyond four well even four was high so two percent they said it's doable you know that it's going to be minimal damage to us so I thought, all right. Okay. So I am, um, in maximum security. And I tell the women, I do an announcement through the vents. I said, Hey, you guys, radiation fallout, radiation fallout, put towels in your vents. seal up the windows. Not that that would work, but at least it gave us some comfort to think that we were trying to keep the radiation away from us. So everyone did as they were told. And, um, we passed the night rather frightened, uh, watching the news and hoping that it would be at 2%. Uh, they call it a 2. They do it numerically, depending on how high the number is, means dangerous fallout. Okay, so they're predicting 2. Well, um, we fell asleep, and we woke up in the morning, and by now the cloud mass traveled over the Pacific Northwest and Washington State. And uh, this was during, like I said, this was April 26th, so it's right before spring. Spring came about three weeks later, and our first little dandelions are coming up in the uh, weed areas, you know, throughout the prison. And I immediately noticed that our dandelions didn't have straight stalks and complete floral petals. No, these stalks would rise about an inch and then they'd have a bulbous mass like a tumor. So they were malformed? Totally malformed and then it would jet off to the right or the left and then there would be another bulbous mass and then it would move to another direction. So basically you have a zigzag pattern on a dandelion stalk and when the dandelion started blossoming, well, instead of having 50 petals, the yellow petals, and the center being fine, it had this broken stalk, like like I said, with tumors on it, and only two or three petals would come out, not the 50 yellow petals that you normally assume, you know, with dandelions. Well, this distressed me pretty much, and um, I talked to some Air Force people that worked there, And I said, aren't you all concerned at all about the malformations of the plants? And they, they were nonplussed. It was like, oh, you know, everything is fine. Everything is fine. So I called the UW and I talked to my geology teacher and I said, hey, they're reporting it's a two fallout number two, but I think it's more like a four because our dandelions are deformed. It was horrendous, absolutely terrifying. So that was one of the weird stories that happened during the Chernobyl fallout for Washington state, and there's no doubt that that radiation fallout affected all of us that were there, breathing in the environment, eating the wa- eating the foods from you it. could
0: probably physically at some point feel the
1: change well i felt I didn't feel good, I felt kind of nauseous, nauseous. and sluggish, yeah, and um. Anyway, it's just a tidbit, you know, of information, how the news people will tilt the news and, you know, make the propaganda where the truth of it is it was beyond number two. This is like a four to a five the radiation fallout. So just bear that, you know, in mind as we get our news, um, the distortions.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of distortion in the news. I think we've seen that, especially with... Trump being in and out of office, we've seen a lot (laughs) of, a lot of disinformation in the news. Trump is really good about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, but that's a cool story because it connects one region of the world to the Pacific Northwest and how you saw the changes from radiation fallout and you were paying (laughs) attention, excuse me, you were paying attention, but you were also, um, gardening.
1: Yes. Um, at that point, yeah, I was just doing gardening in front of the yard. This was in the back where, um, we had like a volleyball court, but, um, yeah, I mean, I immediately noticed it. I don't think the others did until I brought it to their attention, but it was pretty frightening. I thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I mean, I would think the same thing if I'm looking at my garden and what looks normal all of a sudden looks abnormal, I would think there's something wrong. Right, right. Yeah, scary.
1: Yes, it was. Well,
0: thank you for sharing that story.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me up here for a moment. Um, I'm going to go back downstairs now. Thank you for inviting me to your studio, and uh, I wish you all well. And uh, today I have a cold still, and I'm just kind of achy and want to get in bed.
0: Yeah, so she's taking it easy today.
1: Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I wish you all the best. Thank you. I wish you all the best. Thank you, Jax. And uh, God bless you all. And uh, good karma to you all. And we'll be back very soon every Sunday. Today's
0: Valentine's Day, by the way. So happy Happy Valentine's Day, Day, everyone! Yes. Yes, So uh, we'll be back the following Sunday with more probably sister me content. Yes. And we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh,
1: Veronica's prison life. Oh, and I wanted to add that for those of us that don't have lovers in our life, um, love yourself and be your own valentine because you're worth it. You're really worth it. Yes, love yourself. Love yourself. Kiss your arms and (sniffs) say, I love me. I love me because we have to love ourselves. Whether you feel it or not initially, you say it. And there's a phrase fake it till you make it well believe me you do love yourself as buried as that may be um there is love you know we wake up every morning we brush our hair brush our teeth you know it's a form of love self-care and um so keep it up keep it up keep it up and i know with covid a lot of us are isolated we don't have lovers or a significant partner but things are going to change here in LA, I checked on the internet again today, I can't get the uh, vaccine yet, but um, hopefully in the next month or so we will be able to. And then once that the vaccines are happening, yeah we get to go out yeah the duchess
0: wants her vaccine i'm a little more hesitant but i think you know when it times when the time comes to get vaccinated i think i might end up getting vaccinated but oh absolutely but it's like anything you you know i'm a little hesitant to try it and because it hasn't been out that long we don't know we don't have data on on the the research for this vaccine so it'll be well, interesting we, we have
1: some we have some Um, But what I want to say is that get the vaccine. Don't be afraid. They've done a lot of tests and uh, they're safe. Um, Another thing is we have to get back to normal. You know, we have to be able to have human interaction again and not live off of our computers or TV screens. We need to socially um, interact, go to lectures, go to museums. Uh, There's so many great things to do anyway, God bless you all and peace to the world.
0: So one of the things I want to mention is, uh, as artists, you probably wonder how we work, how we create our art and what does our art look like? Well, we're actually going to do our next upcoming YouTube video. We're going to do a tour of our home and show you what our home studio looks like, because we treat this home as if it were our studio. We create from our rooms and we have our room where we podcast. So we're going to do a tour and show you guys our environment and how we produce and how we go about our, uh, artistic days. So I want to say thank you for tuning in this Sunday, Valentine's day. We will see you guys next Sunday here at Jack's corner. Thank you. Talk to you then.